This is the Anxiety Diaries podcast. Today is the 9th of March 2017 and I want to welcome you all to the show. Now if you all were listening on last week's show you will know that we were talking about companionship and a brief update on me um, because I haven't done this for two years and that's a bit crazy. So yeah we were talking about companionship of an animal maybe even a friend, uh, a person, yeah, you know, a loved one. So, yeah, that's what we touched on last week. This week, though, we are going to be touching on clearing out the dead wood. Now, what we do we mean by dead wood? We mean people that hangers on, people that just use you, and clearing out parts of your life, reorganizing it, making it a better, better, better life for you in anxiety because we all know if you organize your life anxiety can be lowered because you're more organized you're clearing out the stress you're bringing more positivity to your life and that is what we all aim for when we've got anxiety we all aim to clear out and get more positivity and this is what we're going to touch on today clearing out people now what do we mean by this? We mean clearing out the people that just use you or hang on for their own sole purpose, for their own selfish needs. Now when you've got anxiety, I don't know whether anybody else relates to this, but I kind of overlook and don't see sometimes that people are just there to use you. You can't always see, I think it's blind, you become blind. It's a bit like when you're in love with somebody and they're, you know, they're a gold digger and you can't see that. And, you know, that's like looking through love goggles. And it's basically the same concept when you've got anxiety. I mean, you could overlook that somebody is just taking you for money or using you to go places or buy meals or things like that. And it's those people you need to clear out because they're just hanging on for their own sole purpose. They're not hanging on because they they like you. They're hanging on because they only want something. They don't want you per se they want what you can give and that is what you need to stop that's what you need to clear up because that's just wrong and you know you don't need that in your life you really don't need that in your life the same could be said about social media now we're all on social media if you're not on social media i don't know how you're listening to this maybe you just went on itunes but there you go but the same could be said for this medium that basically You've probably got a Facebook account. Everybody's got Facebook. Who hasn't? And you've got friends on your list. Now, yes, we've got family on our Facebook accounts. And we've got friends. Maybe friends you've met over the years. Or friends you went to school with. Or now friends you just randomly meet on social networking sites. Who just end up on your list because you talk to them. Them type of friends... You know, those who live in different countries who you probably won't get to see. Now, that's the Deadwood we're talking about. And also, the Deadwood also that uh, the ones who just bring negativity. You know, the ones you're never going to see, but, you know, they'll have an opinion like everybody else. And they'll try and ram that down your throat. And I've been in situations like that. And I've just sat now and thinking, well, you know... They've got opinions, so have I. I don't have to listen to them. And that is the same with you. You'll realise it once you start getting rid of this deadwood, your anxiety will lower because you don't have to worry about them opinions. You don't have to worry about somebody else's opinion who's about 500 miles away. Who cares? Because you're not going to see them anyway. Their opinions do not matter. 
The only opinion that matters is yours. Now, if you're in the wrong or right, it doesn't really matter. Your opinion is your opinion and whatever else, no, you know, whatever anyone else says, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter what their opinion is. It's just yours that matters. And once you get rid of them type of negativity people, your life will become more, more flatlined and more, you know, anxious free. And uh, that is what you need to aim towards because you don't need these people in your life. You don't need this negativity. You need positivity to get through your anxiety. You don't need to hear that you're doing wrong. You don't need to hear that, oh, you're putting out something that's irritating them or annoying them. Who cares if Donald Trump was president? Who cares what you had for dinner? You know, who cares? No one does because all that matters is what you think of it. Who cares what anyone else thinks? The household, the Englishman's castle, and probably your virtual domain that you're always in all the time. And that is one place you do need to reorganize from your living room, bathroom, bedrooms, and even uh, conservatories if you've got them. If you've got like little outhouses, you know, you need to clear out that you need to clear what you can organize redo everything if that means redecorating do it if that means re-putting up diy shelves then do it do a bit of diy because that will help your anxiety because you'll keep your mind off of it now i'm not calling you dirty per se i'm just saying you need to actually probably clean up your life because knowing um where you live and that's where you're going to be probably 90% of your time after you've probably finished work or gone out is that you need to clean that you need to organize that into a way that will be suitable for your eyes because that's what you need to please is your vision because if you can see it's nice then your mind will think it's nice so let's start in the living room you've probably got a tv in one corner a sofa and a lamp or something and you probably got a coffee table and that coffee table even though it's something small is probably filled with uh, like um coffee cups or or whatever clear that clear that because that's what you need to start thinking positivity cleanliness and you know how your eyes perceive that and that's one thing you need to do because it's about making a clearer space it's about making a clearer mind clearer set let's look at the bathroom right you've probably got a toilet a sink and probably one of those cabinets that are on the wall and probably a laundry basket filled you know you may even have two i do i have two laundry baskets now what are we supposed to do with all that what are we supposed to do with the wash in there with the sink and the toilet and the shower and the bath now some places you don't have a bath i mean i've got a walk-in uh i've got a walk-in shower so <laughs> you know it's all about keeping that clean now not all of us clean the bath all the time now these are tasks that you could probably do to help you know satisfy your anxiety it's all about satisfying it because it's taking your mind off of it clearing that mind and you know not everybody cleans the toilet. You probably go into somebody's house and you look, you find there, and they've got skiddies all down the toilet. If you know what skiddies are, you know. 
a number two, you know, and they've got road runs. And basically, yeah, not everybody cleans the toilet. Not everybody picks up that toilet roll, um, you know, where you've had the toilet roll, you know, the bog roll holder. Um, not everybody uh, really cleans that off um, and or chucks it in the bin. These are all little tasks that are going to help your anxiety. They're not going to hinder it. They're going to help because you're taking your mind off of your anxiety. And that is, you know, the main key goal here is you take your mind off of it. The bedroom situation. The one place you go at night where you just want to rest and relax. Okay. And you probably got the bed all in the scuff. It's not made properly because you can't be bothered in the morning. When you go up in the morning, you just flick it over get up for work go do what you gotta do you don't really worry about what the bed is doing because that is the mindset you're now in and i think you know doing these little tasks like i've said already doing these little tasks will take your mind off your anxiety so when you get up in the morning make the bed when you know so you come back refreshed to a refreshed spread and uh you know that again is what your eyes see will make it more positivity you know it will give you more positivity because that is what you've made an effort doing and you've come home to a nice clean bed and you can rest knowing assured that you've got a nice clean bed and you can sleep soundly that night that is one thing you know and also you know clean up around your bedroom i mean we were all kids once you know i know this is hyper you know i'm being a hypocrite and in a way you know i'm saying we'll clean up your bedroom you know we were all kids once and uh, i think you'll find that we all had messy bedrooms unless you were on a sergeant major house you know you got a dirty bedroom at some stage and you had to clean it up and you tried to cut corners by cleaning up yeah, we've all been there, you know, and your kids, if you've got kids, you they're probably doing it now. And, uh, you know, they're going through the same as what we went through. But now we're just trying to bring on the positivity and cleanliness that brings your eyes more pleasure. Because the more pleasure your eyes get, the better your anxiety will become because you're coming back to something good. You're not coming back to all the mess. You're not coming back to all the trouble. Then it's going to cause you by cleaning it up again. So you do the task there and then. If you get up in the morning, don't just flick the cover over. Make the bed again. Just make the bed. Don't worry about it taking you an extra two minutes. Because that's all it takes. I mean, I am, you know, I fail at this. Because when I get up in the morning, I flick the co uh, cover off. And that is it, you know. And then the dog comes in and pushes it everywhere, basically. So... On the topic of bedrooms, let's talk about decluttering. Because as kids, we all collected everything and we had piles and piles of everything around everywhere. And I think we're all guilty of that still. We're hoarders. We all are. I don't know if you've ever watched the show Hoarders where, you know, it's been that bad. They go, oh, you're messing up my Q-tip collection. The other end's fine on the other end. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's a different topic entirely. But we hoard everything we you know we collect things over the years and we think i'll oh, keep that for another day you know another day comes and you're like oh, i don't need it now and it just stays there you don't chuck it away it just stays there 
So I think, you know, the key of it as well is declutter everything. Get rid of things you do not need because having them things you do not need will actually give you more space for other things that will please you. And that is what you need to do is please yourself. Don't worry about other people again. Don't worry about what other people think. When somebody comes in your home, who cares what they think? You know, they may be all hoity-toity. But, uh, you know, you live the way you want to live. But you want to reorganize. Reorganize is the key to it. You don't want to just to have everything everywhere. You want to have space. You want to feel like you're not constricted. That's the one thing. You don't want to feel constricted in your own home. You want to feel relaxed. You want to feel that you can come back to a nice clean home. And everything is nice and the way you want it. Now, if you want it all dirty, fair enough. But it's all about reorganizing your life. And I don't um, condone anyone. Um, you know, I don't go, sorry, don't go against anyone that, um, you know, is living in a dirty home. Fair enough, that's, that's your choice. Um, I mean, I'm guilty of having a dirty desk, which we'll go on to next about workspaces. But it's all about reorganizing. I'm not calling anyone dirty. You know, fair enough, you want to live the way you want to live, that's fine. That's up to you. That's not my choice, that's yours. Clearing your workspace. Now, this is something that we all need to learn because having a cleaner workspace is a positive workspace. Whether this be at home or at a work environment, you need to keep it tidy. And this is to create positivity and that's simply the case so if you've got paperwork everywhere you've got pencils or realign it all put the papers in the drawers um get rid of rubbish you know like crisp packets if you're working in a call center i know everybody's guilty of actually having crisp packets on there and drinks without throwing them in the bin so in virtual in virtual terms really in in terms of reality sorry that uh, it becomes a landfill you know, and you're sitting there looking at a computer screen maybe and then you've got this pile of rubbish of crisp packets because you couldn't be asked to go and put them in the bin. And that's disturbing your workflow. That's inhibiting you from doing better work. And if you do better work, you may get that promotion you want. You know, that is what's inhibiting to inhib inhibiting you. Sorry, I can't get my worms out tonight, guys. But that is what is inhibiting you from getting that promotion, from, you know, being a better person, getting that pay rise that you want. You know, clear that desk, clear up, clean it, do whatever it takes, but it will make you a better person because you'll be more productive, your mind will be clear, so will your, de so will your desk, and you may get that promotion, you may get that new position you've always wanted in that workplace. At home, you're, you're your own boss, but it will still mean you need to clean to be productive. Having a tidy workspace is a productive workspace, and that's what you need to do. Because it could be the meaning or be, be the difference, sorry, between, you know, £5 to £20, you know, an hour. You know, it could be the differences, that small differences that could make a big change. The small differences make the biggest change. And I know if you do it, you'll be more productive 
and it'll be a better workplace. You'll feel more better in your mind and you'll enjoy every moment. Instead of thinking, oh, I've got to go to work, you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. Clothing. Now, this is the next one, guys, is that wearing different types of clothes and different colors can give you better positive outlooks and make your mind think more positive. Now, I was looking at a color wheel and it was telling me that things like yellow, orange, you know, green and lighter blues were more positive. But things like red and I think it was dark blues and purples, they gave a more dull feel. You know, they gave off a different emotion than maybe you were perceiving. I mean, look at the color black. Black is dark. It means not so good, really. You always see like certain people wear black and it brings you down. You know, it's depressing. It's depressing. But things like yellow give you joyous wellness and things that are positive that you need, you know, to see. What about baggy clothing? You know, things that don't make you feel constricted. Don't make you feel like you're choking inside in your own body. You need to wear things that are more fitting, more baggy. Not overly baggy. We're not going back to the, the hippie moment in the 60s. We're talking about baggy clothes that, you know, will make you feel good. Make your body breathe. Make yourself breathe. That is what you need to do. Make yourself breathe. Make your body breathe. Because then you'll feel freedom. That's what you need within anxiety. You need freedom. You need that freedom to give you that weight forward. Because if you don't, it feels like a journey that's not going to keep you know, going forward. You need to have a journey that goes forward up that path. And that's one key thing you need to do. Because there's no point having a road that's full of stones. Have a clear path. Have that freedom to walk, to run, to jog. Have that freedom. You go and get that freedom and have it all to yourself. Don't let anything get in that way. Activities and hobbies. Now, this is one thing that we all have. You know, we all do. But there's certain things that will start to, you know, ease your anxiety if you sort things out in this area. Now, let's talk about the activities you could improve your activities by going out walking and you know improve your anxiety with running for example now i personally don't run um you know i've never seen myself run in quite a few years but i walk i walk and i, I ride a bike uh, every so often now it's pretty hard for me because i have cerebral palsy i know that shouldn't really be a limiter but i get such pain in my knees and my back that you know i'm in bed for a couple of days afterwards because I've pushed myself too far. Now that's one thing you need to recognize as well as pushing yourself too far with these activities. Don't do something that's going to hurt you or hinder you. Do something that you enjoy. Do something that you will like because at the end of the day we're on about, you know, lowering your anxiety and heightening the happy vibes. And that is, you know, what you need to do. If uh, you get enjoyment out of you know, walking, running, do it. If you get um, enjoyment out of painting or, you know, things like that, then do it. 
and that's when we're going to go on to hobbies because hobbies are near enough the same as activities and hobbies but uh, hobbies you know if you're doing something that's frustrating you if you can't or you know do it then why push yourself to cause more frustration and more harm to yourself in your well-being than to do something else and on other terms you could just leave that and then do something else and come back to it i think that's you know you need to sometimes keep trying and then and other times don't don't continue because sometimes it can frustrate you and hinder you and that's what we're trying to avoid we're trying to stop the hindering and the worrying because that will heighten your anxiety and that's one thing you don't need you don't need to heighten your anxiety you need to lower your anxiety for a better life and a better way forward and i'm sure you'll find different mechanisms and different activities to do that will help you continue on because we're you know that's what you need you need to change that now we're not always on about in you know outside activities should i say we're not on about always outside activities but if you've got social anxiety believe me it does help if you do some outside activities because it will start to retrain your mind that outside isn't a bad place you know it's such you know a nice place um because you don't want to be stuck inside especially not on a summer's day you know where you can sit in the cool but enjoy the sun you know enjoy life you know let the world pass you by but we're not always on about inside you know outside activity i keep getting that mixed around you know so guys i keep getting that mixed so anyway realigning your activities realigning your hobbies because then it'll make you feel better now in line of reorganizing your hobbies and activities we're going to talk about what we put inside our bodies that will make us function better the more better nutrition we get into our bodies the better we function as a human being now if you're overweight you'll kind of feel that you're sluggish you can't do it and your depression actually i know this from personal experience because i'm overweight i'm you know i've got another 48 pound to go to take off i know from experience depression heightens because you feel sluggish you feel like you can't do it but you can you know once you get down to that happy medium we're not talking about too thin too fat we're talking about somewhere in the middle you know once you get down to that lean middle part then you'll start feeling a lot better i mean steve my best mate um he was talking on an instagram live this week about how his partner denise she has felt a lot better in herself you know for taking some weight off you know i commend her and we're really proud of you denise and i know they listen to the podcast i know steve does so he'll obviously tell her but we're really proud of her for what she's doing she's inspiring loads of other people and on this i feel that you know it will make your depression less it'll make your anxiety come down and it's about what we put inside if we get the best nutrition in us you'll get the best out of it it's like a car if you put uh, rubbish petrol or diesel in a car it's going to only get you know a few miles to the gallon but if you put premium you put something nutritious inside it you'll get more out of it it's like um, they say instead of having normal tea you have chamomile tea or green tea because it's bad for your body and helps burn toxins and chemicals that you do not need in your body helps burn fat i like i say being fat myself 
I know how depressed you can get. I know how um, your anxiety can heighten because you're carrying the extra weight. You're putting pressure on your heart. Um, and that causes your anxiety to heighten. I've got one symptom at the moment because of anxiety. And this is like this pinprick feeling all across my body. And I'll sweat profusely. And, you know, I know if I was weighing a lot less, that wouldn't happen. Because my heart wouldn't be racing as much. And the adrenaline wouldn't be pumping through my body. I know that. That's why I'm on a diet. That's why I'm trying to help myself. So remember, guys, it's about what you put in your body. It's about what you give it is what you get out of it. Never, never, never slack. Reorganize what you eat. Track it. I've got my fitness power on the iPhone and you can get it on Android. You can get it on most of anything now. You can get a website version too. Organize your life because what you get in is what you get out. And I can't put that enough and it will bring your anxiety down and it will bring your depression down if you've got it as well. Have you ever meditated before? That's a question I need to ask you guys. Have you ever meditated before? Now, if you haven't, this is something I practice and it does bring down your blood pressure. It brings down the way you feel. It makes you feel heightened. It makes you feel so much better because you've brought the inner peace. I can recommend music. If you go on YouTube, you get meditation music. You can put on in the background. I use an app called Simply Be. Now, that is just an app on the iPhone. It's not on any other uh, device, platform, should I say, but simply being. And that will basically, you know, you close your eyes and it's a guided meditation, basically. It's guided and it will tell you what you need to do. You know, breathe in, breathe out, you know, just listen to the music as it's going along, whether it be sound music, waves whatever i personally use the waves because it makes me feel like i'm there now there is this thing called activating your third eye now this is something you need to take practice at but once you achieve it you can sit there for hours and hardly breathe i've done it personally i've made my oxygen saturation levels go to about 90 and my heart rate to about 62 for three hours you know, for three hours, my blood pressure just dropped. I felt fantastic. And this was during a hot summer as well. I sat there with a fan. I emulated the the breeze, as it were. I emulated the breeze from that, you know, from the waves crashing on the side. And I sat there and breathed in, in through the mouth, out through the nose. And they always say, you can, if you can get, uh, about four or five breathe-ins and outs, you're much better. You know, you can lower your anxiety very easily. Now, as I say, I have achieved that. I have been able to achieve that on many occasions. Not much, but I've managed to achieve the third eye. And what that is, is that you can basically see in your vision with your eyes closed. You can see where you are. You can imagine them waves you can imagine yourself on a beach with the sun beaming down and you have a bit of a breeze you can physically feel that and it will make you feel fantastic so simply being is the app i'm sorry if i pronounced it wrong earlier simply being and it's a fantastic app it's free it's free on ios if you've got an iphone so 
do take a look at that because I'm sure you will get some use out of that. Um, it's something that I use in the morning, afternoon and night. Now, sometimes I don't, you know, reach inner peace, but it helps. It lowers your points, you know, your heart rate points by 10 points or more. If you do it correctly, you can go from like a heart rate of 90 to 62. And that's what you need to achieve because I can't put this enough into this um, podcast that reaching inner peace is what you need to feel in your life. Peace and positivity is what you need to achieve. I know you can do it. I know anyone can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. But I know that some days are going to be harder than the others. I know that I've been there. Ah, the shoes are on the same foot. I know how you feel. I've been there. But I know you can get some inner peace if you follow the simple steps within these apps or even guided meditation on the internet. You can get instructions. I'm sure you can do it. And once you do, you will feel 110 times better than you are feeling now we're coming up to the end of the podcast now and i'm hoping you enjoyed all that information and advice now don't get me wrong i am no expert i am not um medically trained in this field it's personal experience and i think that outweighs medical experience because doctors and all them they stick you on medication and they think oh that will sort the situation for a while yeah, it does. For a while, it's still in the back of your mind. And I know that. I've been there. I've done it. And I'm still doing it. Um, so I know with some advice that I've given, maybe it will go towards helping you or a loved one or someone that you've passed this on to um, because that is what we're here to do. Here to help each other with anxiety. We're not here, you know, it's, it's not just your battle. Everybody with anxiety are traveling down the same road. And if we can help each other, we will help millions, absolute millions with their anxiety issues or problems. And uh, I just give you the best I can um, from my own experience and... Um, I just go go that way basically. So this has been Mark. This has been the Anxiety Diaries. This has been podcast number six, and uh, I can't believe I've rattled on for thirty-two minutes now. Near enough. Um, what it comes out at in the end, I don't know because uh, I cut things out and then put different things in after we've edited it. So yeah, a bit of an update on me though, guys. Um, as I did last week. Um, the weight loss. The weight loss. The you know all that. Now, I didn't lose and I didn't gain. I maintained 16 stone 4. Now, I know why. Because I didn't increase my um, exercise activity. That's my own fault. But we all learn. And uh, there's always next week, isn't there? There's always this week to carry on with the exercise and improve on that. So remember, guys, think positive. Smile. As Roman Atwood puts in his YouTube videos, if you don't watch Roman Atwood, go and check him out on youtube smile more because you're beautiful that's what he says and that is very true and uh i will well be in the next podcast and i hope you will be there as well this has been mark this has been the anxiety diaries see you next week